gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The unsurpassed podcast that podcasts podcasts so you can catch our past podcasts on Apple Podcasts in a flash. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I, that is a one legitimate us, sentence that makes sense. One of us had a stroke. I just want to know which. <laughs> Definitely you, because that was very logical and straightforward. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... We are going to talk about nipples. I'm so nervous. With Davey Wavy. Why are you nervous? Because my nipples are everything, and I don't want everybody to know all my business. And <laughs> you're on you, tens you, of people will hear this. <laughs> you hosted the wrong podcast if you don't want people to know your business because it's it's done, it's there. I also think that, like, I don't give a fuck because nothing nipples, nothing for me. Like, so you might as like, well be talking about like fingernails yeah like the gap in between my big toe and second toe like it doesn't although that would probably feel more sexual than my nipples to me i wonder Ooh, i'm stroking it now Some... I'm... <laughs> I'm stroking it now and i mean you can't tickle yourself so i don't know but, Ooh, but... <laughs> it's kind of sensitive oh everybody do it right now if you want to if you want to oh. do what kyle and i are doing put your finger in between your big toe and your pointer toe and kind of just like is it your pointer toe when it's your toe because I've I never pointed with that toe. Well, then. <laughs> your pointer toe is your big toe, right? Because like, that's what you point with? That's, yeah. If you were Who to points point, with their feet? If you were to point... I'm not saying you would. I'm just saying if you were to, that's the most likely one. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. We changed the topic to toes. Toes. Toe, toe blasting. Toe blasting. No. We're talking about nipples. We're going to have Davey Wavy on, and um, he is... Well, I was going to say the nipple king, but... Um, I wonder... I think, arguably... His nipples are more famous than he is. <laughs> that might be true. Um, but first. But first. But first. Um, just like I like it. But first. Um, <laughs> I got a couple of things. First of all, yay, Germany. Once again, always being yay, Germany. Germany's awesome. Uh, the parliament has officially added a third gender option for birth certificates. So Ooh. now, uh, if you are a newborn baby in Germany, uh, your birth certificate will say male or female or diverse, which, hmm. okay, you made a face. I mean, that sounds like male, female, or black. Like, that doesn't, <laughs> like, that one doesn't fit in, I guess, diverse meaning, like, I mean, better, different, like, better a than, mixture. Better of, than other, right? Better than <laughs> other. Well, you see some people trying to be inclusive and use transgender as a third option, and it's like, in case you're wondering... I think those people are real, really swinging hard. They're they're trying to do it, but okay. So what? wait, wait, Go, God, fuck! I have to finish this thought so everyone knows why that's wrong. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna feel my big go, toe up again. <laughs> you yeah, you go feel that on on your own, <laughs> um, because. To have transgender as a third option that says that trans men are not men, trans women are not women, and cis or trans men are men. Well, the option is for newborns whose sexual anatomy does not fit the binary male or female. So mm. they're not talking about sexual expression. They're not oh, sexual I, identity. They're I was talking about, about like other people that like have when they have a third option. Like diverse is weird, but it's even it's not as bad as having transgender as a third option. Well, the change of the law happened on Thursday, December the 13th by the Bundestag. What's that? That's like the House of Representatives for oh. Germany. Bundestag. Yeah, I, I just like wanted it. I just wanted to say Bundestag. I know, it's pretty cool. 
Um, I don't even know if it's Stag. It might be Stag. Bundestag? Bundestag. Mm. Okay, Deutschers and Deutscherettes. Let me know how <laughs> I fucked that one up. Um, yeah, great. Cool. W- would, Way to go. What, I... would you, what would you say instead of diverse? Um, neither non-binary <laughs> or just a question mark mf or question mark like <laughs> mf or i mean didn't some places do x oh that might be right yeah was that canadia i think it was an mf or x mf or <laughs> m or f or x <laughs> man fucks his ex that's oh, how you remember it oh god okay i had a sex dream about trevor that we should probably talk Ooh. about at some point but that's not news that's not news <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, Morning Joe, the show Morning Joe with Mika and Joe? No. no. Okay. So Mika is the one that Trump said had blood coming out of her whatever. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. So they're married now, Mika and Joe. Okay. You don't know who these people are and you don't care. So no. probably our listeners don't either. Oh, I don't know. Some people know things that I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so they were talking about the Khashoggi murder in the Saudi consulate mm-hmm. in Turkey and Mike Pompeo was on. And said that Donald Trump's position is that the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is a key U.S. ally and casts doubts, blah, 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 blah. And then she asked, is that a patriot speaking or a wannabe dictator's butt boy? (laughs) I'm dead serious. I'm asking, are these the words of a patriot? And so... For, what's your reaction to that? You, the use of the phrase "butt boy." I was like, I laughed at it at first, and then I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, what is a butt boy? Yeah, is it a boy for your butt? Do you just like have a boy around, like a pool boy? Like a, it's they're just there for your butt needs. So, so conservatives were incensed and lost their shit because Trump tweeted. If it was a conservative that said what crazed Mika Brzezinski stated on her show yesterday using a certain horrible term, that person would be banned permanently from television. She will probably be given a pass despite their terrible ratings. Congratulations to at Richard Grinnell, our great ambassador to Germany, for having the courage to take this horrible issue on. Um, but uh, claiming that it was homophobic, that butt boy is uh, clearly a reference to anal sex and that Trump got incensed. That is a reference to anal sex. Right. The guy, the pussy grabber is right. worried about language. Right. The, the caster of shithole countries. Yep. Uh, yep. at least have, I mean, uh, why would I even say this? I was going to say at least have one consistent position on something, but like, yeah, yeah. Well, he loves divorces. He's been pretty, pretty, pretty good at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is, um, but, but what does butt boy really mean? Well, I mean, I've heard of butt buddy, and that's like the dude you're fucking in the ass or is fucking you in the ass. Oh. And I've but, heard bosom buddies, but I think that's just like you're really close. Yeah, this is even closer. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you catch closer, my meaning. <laughs> a, or it might like a butt boy might be someone that like follows around, follows you like right behind you because they're like. Okay, a couple of things. First, she immediately apologized. Hmm. And that's something that Trump would never do. Ever. Apologize about for something ever right <laughs> yeah he has never yeah. done anything wrong mm-hmm. he even like famously said that he didn't need to ask god for forgiveness because <laughs> he'd done nothing wrong ever yeah. um and she said so okay so photographer ge anderson wrote on twitter said that uh she condemning her for using quote as homophobic a term as i've ever heard on national morning television right and she apologized and she said yeah Maybe I should have said water boy, like for football teams or something like that, which mm. I think is a bullshit apology. Yeah. That's that's dumb. 
And then somebody else said that um, butt boy apparently is a term in Washington, D.C. that's used to refer to a politician's closest aide. Uh, quote, it may sound homophobic, but butt boy is a D.C. term that refers to the president's body person. They're literally the closest assistant to the president. If you turn around, they're attached like his butt. <laughs> Although, unlike, unlike your actual butt, when you turn around... <laughs> I think your butt goes with you. Yeah, I mean, if it's of sufficient size, then it might have to catch up it, right, like a little bit. But like, you think Kim Kardashian's ass is like on a one-second delay from the rest of her body? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her center of gravity is well behind. She her. has to go. All right, come on. We're re- are ready. Uh, we're walking. And I don't know if I buy that either. I mean, it, I, just it because be just because it's a, use, right? Just because but, it's a common term doesn't mean that it's not homophobic. But I don't. Like I never hear anyone in the gay community, my gay, my personal gay community, say "butt boy" about anyone to mean anything gay. I think like just because you say "butt" doesn't make it gay. Like I think, yeah, I don't. I don't really know. It'll be interesting to like. Yeah, I'm sure someone out there knows and will give us a detailed explanation over email or in Facebook. But I just don't hear that and am not offended by it. Well, Donald Trump Jr tweeted this is disgusting how can kevin hart essentially be forced to lose his oscars gig for comments he made years ago as a comedian but mika can make a seriously homophobic slur on a major news station have the network try to cover it up and it's not an issue give me a break to have any republican angry at the (laughs) demonization of gay lesbian queer trans people is just baffling yeah. Like, you do not get to use our outrage for your benefit. Yeah, but I think that that's what they think that we're doing to them. Yeah, which is because they've never actually been a part of a minority or a persecuted group. So they don't know how it feels. So they think they're doing what we're doing when they don't realize we're doing something because our life is being attacked. Yeah. yeah. And our personal being. Okay. Last but not least. Okay. <laughs> Where do I want to start? There's so many different ways to attack this. No, no, bad choice of words. There's so many <laughs> different ways to organize these thoughts. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, so there's a 68-year-old Scottish woman, a 68-year-old Scottish woman who is doing a one-woman play in which she plays trans-Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Uh, now, it, it needs to be said that she is trans. Okay. Um. And she is performing a one-woman show called The Gospel According to Jesus, Queen of Heaven. (laughs) Uh, It stars a trans Jesus, and she's performing it in Brazil, and apparently they're losing their shit. (laughs) Um, She's received horrible death threats. Mm. Um, She has had uh, protesters show up. Quote, the last festival they did it at, armed police turned up and started to dismantle the theater while the show was still going on. Oh, I thought you meant to like, I naively was like, to protect her from the protesters. Nope. The other way around. Nope. And someone threw a smoke bomb into the auditorium. I mean, Brazil is not the beginning of the controversy. She was met with protesters in Britain. The Church of England, their bishops put out a statement saying that, uh, you know, they were against this horrible what's the word travesty yeah yeah but like when you say sacrilegious um um play and it's just it's just it's just really interesting she said quote when i read the gospels there was no justification for the kind of behavior that we see against trans people uh it was absolutely clear to me that jesus was someone who welcomed everybody particularly those who were suffering from prejudice or rejection from the society around them i was deeply moved by what i read 
I was very surprised. So she wrote this play, the whole idea of which is what if Jesus came back this time as a trans woman, hmm. which I think is fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's a really interesting. Merry Christmas. <laughs> or Happy Hanukkah. Jesus was Jewish, right? Yes. Shalom. Shalom Shabbat, Yesu. Is that really it? I don't know. No. Eclair. Eclair. <laughs> e. coli. <laughs> um, yeah, her name is Joe Clifford. Apparently she's a badass. Oh. Yeah. I've run out of words now, so we're done. <laughs> we're done? We're done. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about nipples? Yeah, let's talk about nipples. What are you expecting out of this episode? Um, I don't... Uh, I... Uh, this is riveting. <laughs> I'm starting to beatbox roll. I was easing into it. Okay. Um, I like it's just so weird. Like diametric opposites on the nipple spectrum. So, so I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't. So I'm. I was interested going into it. Like what it feels like for people that have sensitive nipples and like, am I the majority or the minority? And just, I just want to learn. I just want to know. Cause I don't know right now. Well, let's teach you some shit. Yeah. Some nipple shit. What about you? Do you have anything you wanted to get out of this? Um, besides putting yourself in an uncomfortably sexual situation with a YouTuber that is super hot. Correct. <laughs> is that it? well done? <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. No, you I can show by yourself, that's Kyle. That's true. I'm like, I'm Kyle. <laughs> I'm talking like this. I talk normally like this. Like, like, like. Um, um, um. Drink a beer. Um. <laughs> that's pretty close, right? That's great. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I, I'd subscribe. <laughs> um, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Nipples. Nipples. I said nipples, Kyle. Nipples. Okay. 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 <laughs> so are, are we back? <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> we are here with Davey Wavy joining us yet again on another episode. Hey, guys. Hey. I can't you invited me back. This is shocking. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway. Usually we're a one and done kind of a deal. So, yeah. It was Lightning good. strikes twice, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was good <laughs> enough for us to. <laughs> so, we're talking about nipples. You are. Is it right to say you were famous for your nipples? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like a a, a nipple liberator. Yes, I saw nipple liberator. I think in as like either your Twitter or YouTube <laughs> uh, description. Why why did you decide to start your videos with the the nipple liberation front? You know, you just you lean into your strengths and <laughs> and nipples are yours. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's funny because when I when I started my YouTube videos, uh, like almost 12 years ago, I I mean, I did in general, I don't wear a lot of clothes. <laughs> and so for me, where YouTube is about authenticity, it seemed disingenuous to like, turn my camera on, go get clothes and like <laughs> pretend to be something I wasn't, which was clothes. <laughs> so I kind of just went with it. And obviously, it, there was some sort of there was a benefit, a marketing benefit of being, you know, <laughs> naked on camera. And the the nipple thing, I don't know, it just kind of happened, and and people really gravitated towards it, like like flies to shit. <laughs> what Mike and I have talked about our nipples. 
just so we get your nipple starting point, do you like your nipples for sexual things or not? Yeah, but that's been a new kind of discovery for me. My, my nipples have always been very prominent, but what I've discovered is that the sensitivity that the nipples feel is something that you can develop over time. And so my nipples over the last, I would say like five years, as I've played with them more and incorporated them more into sex, they've become increasingly sensitive and fun. Okay, so we've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast. Kyle is in the, like, they are dead to him. They do nothing for him. And I'm way on the other side of the spectrum of, like, I almost require it for orgasms. So, uh, Wow, okay. When you you started this journey, were you, were they dead to you? Like, were you, as far as Kyle is on the no, don't touch them zone? No, I think I was probably, I mean, closer to Kyle, but now I'm probably somewhere in the middle. The thing is, like, people... People have really gravitated towards my nipples as like something that they enjoy. So I think if it wasn't for them, like really over time, consistently playing with my nipples, playing with my nipples, playing with my nipples, I probably wouldn't have have had the opportunity to have them sensitized. Mm -hmm. But like Kyle, even if you don't feel it now, like if you play with them enough and incorporate it, like it's something you could still build. All right. So it's still available to you. I don't know if this is something I care to build. I don't know if this is a bridge I need yeah, to build. Yeah, that's a fair question. Um, yeah. uh, although I am to the point where, like, before I started, like, before I had a boyfriend, like, someone would just, like, go to town on my nipples and it'd be really awkward to be like, hey, hey buddy, <laughs> like, we don't need to do, you don't need to do that. Like, it. Well, are you, so are you, are you indifferent to it or are you actually adverse to it? Oh, this actually leads very well into a study. <laughs> I don't believe your studies. Like, is this another okay Cupid study? I I actually because we got people that heard your episode and said, "Yeah, I think Davey Wave's right. I don't think it's sexual partners." And I went back and I confirmed it does say sexual partners. There were people so, in our Facebook group that did not believe it. There was a whole thread about like, is that? Yeah, I said that anyone who doesn't believe that the average is six sexual p- partners, they're sluts. <laughs> Because they're like, well, how then we're all sluts. <laughs> no, not there's people out there that have had sex l- with less than six people in their life. Uh, if they're gay men, then they're probably under the age of sixteen. <laughs> I don't. So think yeah, so. they do exist. Or, I or, or no, or, I don't think. Or their vice president. <laughs> yeah, I think he's had sex with more than. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is not okay, Cupid. Thank you very much. This is. Uh, a study that was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. It's called Nipple and Breast Stimulation and Sexual Arousal in Young Men and Women in 2006. So they got 371 students to participate. And what they did is took... (laughs) What the hell is the study? They had people participate in nipple sensitivity research? Can I do this? When I I do this, jigga, 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 jigga. Do you like that? How about... (laughs) No, 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 they gave him a questionnaire to be Who like. Funded this, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was actually done at my college, the University of Texas <laughs> at Austin. So, you know, I support. Is that them. a real school? Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's where I went. Do they do I science promise there? They do some. They do nipple. We have the Department of Nipples. <laughs> um, this is real. I need you to be on my team. This is real. Okay, this we is a real you, thing. Or I support you. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> 
I don't I don't sense strong sincerity in either of your voices, but I'm going to keep going like I didn't notice that. Okay, they got five to ten students at a time in a room. They told the <laughs> they told the students about the sexual nature of the questions they were going to ask. They did a lot to be like, we got their consent. We gave each of them a questionnaire and put dividers between them or gave them enough room so they could answer yes or no questions um, about nipples and, and sex. So the results were that about 80% of women said nipples caused enhanced or actually caused their arousal, whereas 50% of men said it caused or enhanced their arousal. So women more into the nips than dudes. For both of them, this is what led me to, this is the long journey we've taken from your question about whether I like it or dislike it. 7% of people said that both men and women was the same. 7% said nipples being played with decreases their arousal, which I'm one of those. Yeah. It's a downer? It's because because it's like just annoying. It's like if someone just really goes for your elbow and just starts licking it and licking it, and after a while you're like, dude, get out of there. Like that, like move on. Like that would be, I I think it's like anytime you go for something that's like not your jam and they don't like pick up on the signs of it. But I would be like, okay, if you're licking my elbow, it's not stealing any of my ice cream. And if you're if you're enjoying it, then I'm happy that you're enjoying it. So, like, it's not taking anything from you to have your elbow licked. I get. I maybe it's maybe it's about there's clear like there's not a connection between them like paying attention and being there and sure. understanding signals. So maybe it's maybe you're right. right. If someone just like breezes past them on the way downtown, then fine. But if like you make a stop, if you get off the station there and you like just pack up your tent <laughs> and you live there now, like I, nothing about me is saying that I want you in my home. This is, sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's a really weird public transportation analogy for nipples, <laughs> but I still think it worked. <laughs> I do think, I think the, so something that's interesting in that study is that 50% of guys and 80% of women said there was like sensitivity there. They enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I suspect that that number would be higher for guys, but first, first of all, this is like young people. This is college, college. age people. Yep. Like in college, I would have said that my nipples don't do anything for me. Yeah. So I think it takes time to learn about your body. And also I assume that most of them were probably straight. And I suspect that, nipple play on men is less common. Like I bet guys totally like lick their girlfriend's tits, but did the girlfriends lick their tits? Yeah. I don't really know. That's right, a really right. good question. I, you're right. I was trying to look up again, weird searches, uh, like gay nipple study, homosexual nipple play. Like, uh, yeah, I couldn't find like the breakdown of gay versus straight, but I think you're right. So is the first time I saw any kind of nipple play was in queer as folk. And I, I had never thought about that and I was like very surprised by that, but is it a gay specific thing or more gay that like having your nipples played with? So when I think about uh, porn, like straight porn, I definitely see the guy work the chick's nipples and then right. in, in gay porn, it seems to be usually a component, maybe less so in scripted porn, but in like quote unquote amateur porn, like when they just kind of turn the camera on and say go to town, mm -hmm. there's... It seems like there's a lot of nipple play in that yeah. realm. Do the do the girls do the nipples on the guys in straight porn? I don't think I've ever seen that, ever. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that either. And I watch quite a bit of straight porn, mainly so that I can pretend that 
that her pussy is my ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same. <I'm> watching it. <laughs> Same. But I wonder. I wonder if that like uh, for for men is like emasculating almost for someone to be licking at their tits almost as though like they're is is there some throwback to like breastfeeding? Is it like yeah. nope, that's not a thing that guys do. I don't know. Straight guys are so fragile, and just <laughs> like straight guys in prostate play, right? They have it. a prostate too, and and a, a lot of them right. enjoy having it stimulated if they could just get past the idea that they're gay or or feminine for letting that happen. No, <laughs> it's true. And, and don't you think that's like part of our role though on this planet as gay men is to like embody sexuality, and especially for straight guys to like. We can teach them this shit. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that they're missing out on. Come on. Yeah. We're like, get to be a little bit more sexually liberated so we can be like, hey, we, we took the bullet. We tried it here, here, and here. And guess what? Nipples. Get down with it. Yeah. I think that's true. So hopefully this isn't going backwards too far, but you said, you said that 7% said that nipples being played with decreased their arousal. I can yeah. see your paper. I usually don't get to see your paper. So Don't look but, at I, it. I, Stop <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think... Well, the way I interpret that is the nipple play turns them off as opposed to like your scenario sounded like you're just bored. <laughs> I, you know, we may not. Because there's know. other parts of your body that you, that you like being touched more than the nipples, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. if we're investing an hour of time in play, like every minute on the nipples is a minute not on your whatever. Yeah, fill in the blank, Kyle. Uh, knee pit. Your knee pit. Yeah. <laughs> that sexy knee pit. It's very I have a really nice knee pits. So I don't know if you know this about me, but they look great. I, I do know that about you. <laughs> you. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um wait, did, but are you are you serious? Do you like do you like the back? No, no I'm not okay. serious. Okay, fill in the blank then. If not your nipples and like not your traditional sex spots like like your dick or your ass, then like they, wh- where? Like where do you like I mean I like to. I'm feeling very vulnerable because I love my nipples so much. I'm really nervous about this episode, and so like I'm asking you to share something vulnerable so I don't feel so alone. See, I think you already know. Like they could be choking me. They could be throwing me on the bed. They could be. That's not an erogenous zone. Choking is not an erogenous zone. But it's like where Where I would touched. Um, just in my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't. I liked. I don't. Maybe you don't know. Like my that's fair too. If you don't. Deep down in my throat with their penis, like uh, prostate. That's I mean, great. Are you squeamish <laughs> in general? Like uh, not squeamish, uh, ticklish. Are you uh, yeah. like you like you kind of don't like hugs, right? Oh, well, they're fine. I don't like people touching my shoulders a lot. Um. Oh, like what about feet? What about feet? No. Yeah. I'm just like a... sides of your sides of your like stomach. Oh, like your rib cage. Ooh. Neck. No. Your neck, neck, nape of your neck, neck, back of my head, uh, ears, um, penis. <laughs> I just I just filmed a video about this. Uh, I haven't posted yet about erogenous zones, and we did it with a tantric coach. And his point was basically that like your entire body, inside and out, is wired for pleasure. So anything can be an erogenous zone. Hmm. And so depending on what your experience has been in life, if certain things like imprinted on you growing up mm. than like certain areas of your body you might have more of a connection with. Mm. Interesting. Like I know a boy who who used to like sit at his grandpa's feet when he was like little and he has this like incredible like foot fetish because it like imprinted on him. Oh. 
just old men feet or <laughs> um actually he does like older guys so yeah oh yeah. all right all right you yeah. know what i just yeah. realized this is deeper than i thought we would go in an episode about nipples i think that i'm uncomfortable just like sex in like in life with too much attention being placed on me because mm. it's like who am i to get this attention so i I like to spend time with them on them. So that's why like I focus on like giving them a blowjob or like they can eat me out if they want. Like that's fine. Um, but it doesn't, that also doesn't do anything for me. Um, wow. I, wow. That's interesting. Cause you, yeah, like, I feel like we, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot to unpack there. We can, no, no, I don't want it to be unpacked. Okay. <laughs> we can, <laughs> well, we we'll, we'll unpack your rim jobs later, I guess. Like, I, I, <laughs> Should we move back up to the surface of, of this, this nipple study? I'm not done with my nipple study. <laughs> okay, great. So wait, do you feel like you're unworthy of like, of like pleasure and attention and affection? I, that's like outside of sex. That's what I've been working on for myself of like feeling like I'm worthy enough to be just a person, much less loved and have people pay attention to me or my ideas have value. Are you so in therapy yet? Wow. I know you were working on it. <laughs> Taking medication. That helps. And then also I have appointments scheduled with a doctor for later this month? Or do, no, in January. I, so I'm getting back into therapy. I say it all the time. Everybody should be in therapy. They should be in individual therapy. They should probably go to yeah. therapy with their family. They for sure should be in therapy with their SO if they have one. Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah. The um the next video shoot that we're doing in January, it's 12 videos and the entire theme, overarching theme is all about self-love, like helping people explore self-love. So it's like 12 different expressions of it. And that shit, it's real. And especially like as gay men where we're told that we're like unworthy and like our love isn't real and like we're treated as shit by family and society. Like it's hard to love yourself. Yeah. I feel for you. I think that's why. You know, you're not alone. Oh, thanks. I think that's why I like, oh, this is getting too real. The, that's why I like the like kind of more dumb, like aggressive guys, because it like these feelings that I've had of inadequacy are then like manifested in like through sex and they can express through how they treat me the way I feel inside. Whoa. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. No response? All right. Next. So the next no, study. It, it totally cut out for like the last two words. So all, I oh. just heard like a, nothing. And then oh. I just saw Mike's reaction. <laughs> Mike, what was Mike's reaction from your side, Davey? Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He wants to be treated like he feels inside is what he said. Which is bad. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, 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 you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. all right so therapy coming next year and i'll report back on how i'm working on that so um that's the unexpected segment that went all over the place uh about nipple sensitivity so mike you say stuff now okay i'm gonna go home <laughs> great uh so i was just gonna ask the question why do dudes have nipples like if you've ever thought about that or know the answer wait you didn't did you look it up do you know the answer yeah oh okay i thought oh, you were just saying, you could probably just google it <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah. but like why i I've heard, i mean I've our heard podcast that... could also be called you why can just, you just google, google this <laughs> <laughs> this is more fun so than googling it 
So, okay, so we'll make uneducated um, guesses at why men have nipples. Did they lactate? I have unexpected nipple facts. And yes, they can, (laughs) but it's rare. So I know a few... random i'll give that one away yeah they can lactate but it's you it's like usually amongst like when you're more stressed when it can happen and kyle are you lactating right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm just overflowing with juice um i don't know what's happening to me today okay no um this is even worse men lactating has been observed in male survivors of nazi concentration camps and japanese prisoner of war camps so that level, I'm not Nazi prisoner of, I'm not Nazi stressed, you know, I'm like a, just a dog whose owner left stressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Okay. Mike, back to you. So, uh, so, so, I mean, I, I've heard, I've heard the question asked, like if, if, if nipples are for lactation and to feed infants, why do men have them? Like, why hasn't evolution taken care of that? Like, why do we have these things that really ha- serve no functional purpose? I mean, like, we have an appendix, you know, like, it's like, maybe it just hasn't gone around to it yet. Just leftover. <laughs> Nature has, has been like, it's fine. <laughs> just keep it there. There's just other stuff going on. Nature's got its fucking hands full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be there for trans people, just in case you're not the gender your body appears mm-hmm. then your nipples are still that, available that would, to you but that wouldn't be like an evolutionary advantage that would like a, cause them to to be there you know that's a big stretch but thoughtful the, yeah, it's a thoughtful thank you yeah <laughs> that's what i thought so so a couple of things first there's this idea that we all start out female like in the womb all fetuses start out female and then the y chromosome kicks in and masculinizes you several weeks into the process so for a long period of time we're indistinguishable from each other from a from a gender perspective and that nipples start in that zone and then the masculinization process happens but you've still got these things that started earlier in the process attached to you separate from that though evolution there has to be a reason for things to evolve but there also has to be a reason for things to unevolve like mm. it, it, you don't have to justify something being there it's more it, it won't go away unless there's a justification mm. it won't change unless there's a justification so they're they're like pretty cheap to make <laughs> <laughs> from an evolution standpoint and there's really no pressure to get rid of them mm. There's a disadvantage of having a nipple, right? In other words, like you're not getting them like stuck in doors and like, <laughs> like <laughs> causing you to die. <laughs> I got my nipple stuck in a door once. No, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no, that's I, not true. Okay. I, I entered nipple first into doorways <laughs> and cars, <laughs> which I've since stopped doing. Have you ever seen or been with somebody who had more than two? Yeah, bonus nipples. Yeah. I like that instead of third nip bonus nipples. Yeah, yeah. So the the pictures that I looked at on, online would suggest that the bonus nipples look like they don't really look like nipples, at least not to me. A lot of them just look like a mole, like near. Well, they don't have are- they don't have areolas or like mm. pecs attached to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I mean that that's not a constant either. Like some people full on have like an extra nipple, but that's pretty rare. And apparently people can have more than just like one extra one. Like there's some guys have a lot of extra nipples. Have you ever seen what? that? No. Uh, 
Also, do you think there's a drag queen named Ariola Grande? <laughs> <laughs> there better be. There has to be, right? That's That'd hilarious. Such a good name. It's actually me. It's, oh, 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 you are. Okay. <laughs> this is a plug for your new drag show coming out. Yeah. Um, I've seen guys with three nipples. I haven't seen four. Where was the and third? Become a pro- where it was, was the like third right, one? Maybe like four inches below the existing one, like kind of under the rib cage. Yeah. And it does look like a mole. And I don't think it has like the sensitivity necessarily, but I always feel obligated. Like if I'm spending time on each nipple <laughs> oh. to incorporate the third, right? Like you don't want to leave it out. It yeah. What was the response to work in the third nipple? I don't think, I don't know that there was, I don't, uh, discomfort maybe. <laughs> that's, that's one of the 7% that was like, yo, one and two, fine. <laughs> Keep three out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a list of famous people with three nipples? No, let's Google that. <laughs> oh, that's a good. I found a BuzzFeed article and uh, apparently Mark Wahlberg has an extra nipple, which with these four giant arrows pointing at it, they're, I think they might be right about that. I mean, it does look like just a little... Yeah, I've heard that. ...little dot. Uh, Tilda Swinton, Harry Styles, which there it is. Oh, it looks like he has two more. He has four nipples, so... If any of us hook up with Harry Styles, <laughs> we've got to ask him about the foreign nipple thing. Uh, Joanna Krupa, which I think now BuzzFeed is just grasping at straws to put together a list of more than three things. Uh, Lily Allen. Oh, I've heard of her. Bill Paxton. Who wants to see his nipples? And Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Although she had hers removed because she was embarrassed by it. Oh, interesting. I we we did. There are. I will tell you a little bit more about a few of those things you talked about when I talk about surprising nipple facts. Okay. Um, but we're not going to do that yet. We're going to go into the part that I'm most nervous about. Yeah, for sure. Which is okay. Wavy. Okay. I'm going to put on a, a, a smooth wife, rock ballad. I'm going to put on oh. a wife beater and uh, pee real quick. Oh, okay. And then oh. <laughs> wow, there's an alpha change because okay. because <laughs> I don't. I'm also, why am I so uncomfortable? Because we're sitting on your bed about to play with our nipples in front of each other. Great. Okay. Right. Great. Right. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that why? Yes, that's why. Yeah. I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up my little list here. Hmm. Mike means business. I know, right? Daddy's home. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we're ready. Okay, so what I want to do is I have a list here of different ways that you can pleasure your nipple. And it's supposed to be like self-pleasure techniques, things you can try at home. So so the first, we're going to start easy. The first is to twist. You can just reach under your shirt, whatever makes you comfortable. Okay. And, and, and I find for myself, I mean, this might be different for you, that rather than twisting like the tip of the nipple, I like to kind of grab the meat behind the, the, the nipple. Davey gets yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting a nod from him. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm opening a bottle of Coke? Like, Well, okay, so here's the thing. that like I just took my glasses off. Like, I'm going to hook up or something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Did you, did you bring the condoms? Or? <laughs> so nipples, I mean, in my opinion, are one of the, the few body parts where they respond to, like, a full spectrum of pleasure. Like, it can be, or it can be really intense, like, twisting or... Tur- but like that full spectrum can feel really good. Hmm. And I think for you, you just kind of got to find where that place is. I'm kind of in the middle. Like I like it a little bit aggressive, but not like, I don't want it to bruise. Hmm. I don't know, Mike, where, what have you found as your, your spot? Um, yeah. Uh, a variety for sure. Like I like diversity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and you're, you're super right. Like I like, 
I like the very tip to be played with, but for a twisting action, I like to like get in there and never really thought about having a meaty part of your nipple, but you're right. That's the right way to describe it. <laughs> All right. I'm so far getting nothing. I'm twisting okay. and shouting. So next- and- okay, wait. Okay. Feel like absolutely no sensation whatsoever no, or no, just I mean, like when I, that's a thing when and I, I don't care. When I twist it, nothing. But when I twist it a little harder, like, yeah, I can feel it, but it's not like a sexual thing for me. Okay, maybe not sexual, but pleasure. Like, do you feel any pleasure from it? On a scale of one to ten, like, what's your pleasure? Is it zero? Is it... it any... uh, t- two. All right, we can work with that. Okay, so the next one is <laughs> is a pinch. So, and this isn't, like, how you, like, pinch your sister or something. This is, like, a pinch and you hold it, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> well, if it made you giggle, that's, a, that's something. I mean, it's a feeling. It just feels weird. I've never like yeah because I if you said pinch I would have pinched like I was pinching someone's skin but then I pinched and hold held and then like if I go all the way to the tip then there's like I don't know it feels weird. <laughs> What's that on a scale of one to ten? One. So now grab your ice. You have ice handy. Yeah. This is an intense this is sensation. So, this is. I'm fine with this. This is normal. So I was at a friend's birthday party here not too long ago and his boyfriend shoved ice down my shirt and then like I I like I got hard at the birthday party <laughs> which I so, okay why did I share that I don't know go continue yeah. <laughs> I asked myself that a whole lot too right. okay so I, this is going to be an intense sensation and so ooh, <laughs> I like to kind of just apply to the <laughs> To the tip of your nipple. Are you doing it? Oh, wait. No, I... <laughs> it feels really good. <laughs> You're... <laughs> Does this not feel good for you? It's cold. I don't know. No. And this this ice is shaped like a moon. Um, wow. The way it comes out of my my freezer is in a, like a half moon that kind of a shape a... using the edge of it it's like an icy like a like a like a knife or a scraper and um that's 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 pretty great i'm not well you could also you could also put the ice in your mouth and if you're like if you're hooking up with someone who does enjoy their nipples being played with and even if it's not fun for you you can put it in your mouth and you mm. can tease his nipples with it and yeah. he would definitely you get a maybe, good response maybe this is what i'm, I'm learning this for like since I have no idea, no baseline, now I know what to do to some uh, someone else. Well, right, and apparently at least fifty percent of the population, male population, enjoys this. Yeah. So the ice thing is legit new, and that was just slightly too long because as soon as I stopped, like it kind of hurt, like in that frostbite kind of way. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you still icing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I was too. I was just searching for feeling. I was just rubbing it. All around, and I didn't. Oh, right. maybe the next one will switch to the non. Take my nipple ice, nipple. Mike. Okay, okay. I just touched your nipple ice. <laughs> You're just putting it on the ground. I'm gonna put it back in the bowl. Oh, in the bowl. Okay, that's a tainted bowl. You have to wash that. Okay. <laughs> okay. The next one is to tease them. So you could do this with like a feather. If you were with a guy, you could just blow on them. But for our purposes, you're just gonna barely, barely touch the tip of your nipple. Almost like a, like a little butterfly kiss. Hmm. And now, and this is a good time to do it because now my nipples are pointy because of the ice. My nipples are always erect. I think that's like the cross that I have to bear through oh. life. <laughs> yeah. Or is that a benefit? Um, 
Depends what you're wearing. (laughs) Are there times where you're like embarrassed because you can see your nipples? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because they're just like like, ready to go all the time. (laughs) Ready to go. What's the most like embarrassing situation that you've realized like yeah, when, that everyone can see your nipples? It, last time you were driving and thought, oh my God, my high beams are on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really like anytime like you, you put on like a nice like a dress shirt or like uh, something where you have somewhere to go that's like that's supposed to be decent. Yeah. You know? Although I will say the idea of a guy in a dress shirt where you can see their nipples like is kind of hot because it's like the juxtaposition between you're supposed to be professional, but like, yeah, unless you're like at a, your grandfather's funeral or something, you know, like <laughs> that's true. Erections <laughs> giving, giving of the eulogy, <laughs> erections <laughs> of any kind during your grandfather's funeral, including nipple erections, <laughs> are probably uncomfortable. So the next one you would have to the next concept is to clamp them, and you need a nipple clamp for that, which we don't have. So we're gonna skip that and go on to massage, okay. and this will feel nice after all the slight torture your nipples through so get a little get a little massage oil on your finger or lube or lotion mike is lubing me up oh i'm out of lube apparently my nipples are will (laughs) never forgive you (laughs) come on right here hold on we just shared nipple lube great (laughs) this is a whole new (laughs) level of friendship okay and kind of just massage around like the areola massage behind the the nipple i I do with one finger but i mean you can kind of find what works for you what number is this for you i'm actually getting like flashbacks to the first guy i ever kissed we would give each other massages as like a oh it's not it's cool we're just giving each other massages but like massaging i like people massaging my chest only because it's like an area that you don't usually get massaged like you know people touch your shoulders or massage your back or your feet or whatever but think massaging but it's not about the nipple it's just about massaging like all over the chest so like so this i would i would be cool with but it's not a nipple thing well it's also it is a connection to a memory that you have like it's a brain thing that's happening which yeah. is like yeah th- but that's that's true that's what totally you're saying counts. yeah yeah okay so the next one so there's these little suctions that you can get for your nipples which are really fun mike you must have used these at some point no and i've been like kind of eyeing them from time to time <laughs> i was at where was i that someone oh i was at a orgy and someone <laughs> i just I, I didn't remember where i was before i started this story which i should have but like someone gave me those to use and they were like no no put these on that'll make you feel more sensitive and i tried that and it didn't work but maybe i need to try it more right well especially if you don't have like a connection to your nipples but yeah. for mike like it, it feels like someone's sucking on your nipples with like consistent like pressure mm-hmm. it's really and they're like they're like just a couple bucks you, know, you can buy them on amazon okay uh can you leave them on for too long because part of <laughs> part of <laughs> part of my fear about them because i'm god i'm such a weirdo is is that like you've have you seen those videos of dudes online that have like nipples yeah. the size of your thumb and yeah I, it, yeah i don't i don't want to end up like that and maybe that's shallow of me or um i don't know I don't know. I just you're worried about enlarged nipples from too much suction work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think that's true. I think because the suction. So I went to a sex shop in Palm Springs to buy the nipple suctions for for the video that I was doing, and they have them in like the different sizes. And so I think if you do, but I think I think for those people like 
that's their goal is to enlarge their nipples as much as possible. Hmm. So they're probably keeping them on. They're like doing housework with like their nipple <laughs> suctions on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it makes me wonder, like when they get really, really big like that, are they like just as sensitive and now there's more surface area or is that just an aesthetic? I think so. I, I think it's both. I think it's because it, the more you play with your nipples, the more sensitive they get. So I bet they're even more sensitive and it's a bigger surface area and it's an aesthetic thing. Hmm. I feel like it checks all the boxes. Hey, Kyle, Christmas is like next week. <laughs> and I only like spending a few bucks on you anyway. Yep. I'm yeah, worried. You could definitely get it for two bucks on the Amazon. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's the grand finale. So you're going to drip some hot wax, a drip of hot wax onto your nipple. Okay. Are you, how are we going to, Mike, are you going to see my nipple? I don't know. I've seen your nipples before. I know, but never like with wax close by so you can do it to yourself or you could do it to each other whatever you're going to feel more comfortable with like for me i'd want to feel the control of holding it over my nipple so that like i'm in charge of my destiny <laughs> are, <laughs> are you trying to like is this a direct hit or a dribble down what's the so you're going to hold the candle up over your tit and let one drip of wax directly fall onto your nipple all right all right there you go all right so when we did the episode on on BDSM, there was a, a like a oh god oh god you're doing it right now eee. oh I'm so nervous for you eee. did it happen yet it's hot yeah a little a little drop and then I freaked out so a drop like went under the candle eee. and then followed the candle ah. all the way oh <laughs> this is normal this is probably not cool <laughs> what I'm confused. What are you confused about? Why? Let me see. Everyone shut up. Let me see something. <laughs> Just burn your chest hair off? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? No, what I don't, don't know. What don't you know? I mean, it's hot, but then it's fine. I don't know. If Does it, are, do you like it? Maybe. I mean, have you ever dripped wax just like on yourself? No. At all? No. I mean, do it on your hand first. Why? Like, you, well, you already did. Do you your think nipples, I just so you like your next level shit? But like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I was supposed to say that first. Drip it on your hands. So you get a sense of how hot it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's my nipple now knows that it's he. Hi. Oh, it's hot. It's, it's very hot. It's on fire, Kyle. Yeah, Jesus take this. I'm gonna, take this. <laughs> it's like when hot cheese gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. Mike, have you ever tried this before? Okay. No, not on my nipples. Though. Okay, Mike, okay. I, you have to do this now. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's leaning all the way back on the bed that I am also sitting on. <laughs> this makes her really good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! What? <laughs> oh, that I like. Did you just pour like an entire reservoir of like wax it onto it? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. He just formed a <laughs> brand new candle yeah. that now lives uh, atop his nipple. That was that was that was wacky. Wait, do you did you it's like that? Super intense. I've got wax all over my nipples. Weird. Um, I I would I would like someone to do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is very surprising. That like. We both had the strongest reaction. I mean, I guess it's not surprising, but like you would want someone to do this. This is like the first that I like actually felt a, like a maybe sensation. Uh, like, oh. I'm, so 
I would wax never wax is a gateway drug. I I wouldn't I would just never I always saw that and was like you're gonna burn your nipple off or you're gonna burn your butt but I guess not huh you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) so it sounds like you you've done a bunch of play with wax is that true no no the first time actually I used wax was for the YouTube video where I went through this list and I bought a special candle at a sex shop which for like ten dollars i'm sure it's the same candle that like you can buy in anywhere else for 99 cents um and i tried it and it was a really intense i don't i think it was almost too intense for me mm-hmm. like it was i also don't know if the wax was even hotter because it was like a sex wax candle or if there was something oh, different about it they do have different melt points that's for sure and this yeah, mine one, was like scalding and this one is like for sealing letters so it it melts at a really low temperature Okay. Oh, but you would like, you would be sexual. You'd be interested if someone in a sexual way got a candle and poured it on your nipple now. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, call out to any of Mike's future sex partners. Like several listeners now want to bang and I just (laughs) tell them to bring candles, (laughs) bring candles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was very surprising and unexpected. Well, I don't funny though. Like, like we're still learning stuff about our bodies and it's not yeah. like we're 16 years old. Yeah. Like. I'm 26 years old and I'm still <laughs> learning stuff about my body. <laughs> Ooh, that was intense. Yeah. I think we're going to take a break. Yeah. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Hey, this is Reese T. Matthews from the podcast Queer Margins. This podcast talks to those in the LGBTQ community who are rarely heard from. And series one talks to older queer people about their experiences. I was always a slut. Gay people were despised. We fell in love. He developed AIDS. He died. The fella next door put his cock through the hole. One woman in particular said to me, why would you want to do that job? Who cares if they die? My mother was terrified she was going to turn lesbian. I am the luckiest, happiest old gay guy in the world. So search for Queer Margins on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Instagram to hear more. So are we back? We're back. We're back. All right. That's that's all the nipple talk you need. Um, we're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first. But first, Davy Wavy, where can people... what? what Say your things. <laughs> what do you want people to know about who you are and what you're doing? Well, I would say if you're interested in exploring your sexuality and doing kind of what we were just experiencing moments ago, to go to my erotic website, himeros.tv. It's H-I-M-E-R-O-S, like him and eros.tv. And we also did a podcast for Himeros Live. Yeah. It was episode number... What did we talk about? Cruising. Cruising. We talked about cruising. Yeah. Episode number 31. Yeah. Um, We were amazing. So you'll definitely (laughs) want to check that out. (laughs) Um, It was good. (laughs) No, it was very kind for you to have us back on for a second time. So yeah, check out the Himros podcast. Yep. Um, And then we have stuff too. Yeah. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube as at gayishpodcast. Uh, we have a hotline. You can leave us a voicemail or send us a text message. It's 585-5-GAY-ISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. And you can email us at gayishpodcast at gmail.com. 
We have our hundredth episode coming up where we're gonna do Q and A's. So send in your cues. Oh yeah, bitches, send in your questions because uh, we've got to fill a whole episode full of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we it, want we want to answer your questions. We're gonna I think do a bunch of dream interpretations because that seems pretty popular. So if you oh. want to send in your dreams, we're happy to tell you what we think they mean. Yeah, that <laughs> it wasn't. People didn't get scared away by you telling someone that he disappointed his father over and over. <laughs> I, people still want to submit after that hey, i just tell it like i see it okay all right um well we're gonna do our gayest and sturdiest now davy yeah. wavy do you want to go first sure uh my gayest moment was actually just hours ago i i got this new sex toy it's like a remote control sex toy and it has a like connect anyway i got this stuck up my butt so that felt pretty gay <laughs> wait okay wait wait you acted like you're gonna move on from that you, which no yeah you, you made a you made a giant capital j in the air with your hands when you were describing <laughs> this thing so you have to say more about what it is it's like a little egg but there's a it's attached to the remote by like a cord oh okay which is actually handy because it was not you had to pull it out uh, of your butt with the remote cord well yeah your i guess your butt kind of i've heard this before that you're when you have sex toys in your butt it kind of creates a vacuum and and that's why people like always go to the well not always but some people go to the emergency room for putting weird things up their butt that then just get like suctioned up there it's a thing it's a wow. problem yeah i've it's never had the second that. time i've had a, a sex toy stuck inside me <laughs> 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 so that was pretty gay and then my straightest moment i was at a friend's uh surprise party yesterday and he has straight friends and Weird. when they greet each other they they shake hands. <laughs> That's so weird. Can you imagine? Because then you just like hug your friends. Yeah. Even like my straight friends, I usually like introduce to someone, first time shake, and then from then on hug. I agree. Yeah. I was yeah. I, I was meeting a bunch of people at work. I was in San Francisco this week for for work, and uh, uh, somebody commented on my handshake and was like, "That's a that's a firm handshake." That should have been my straightest thing this week. Yeah, that should have. It can. It could be. It is a business thing to do, though, right? To, yeah. To shake hands and. Although maybe it's my gayest thing of like when I first met people that I've worked with remotely, they felt comfortable, like they gave me a hug. Maybe that was just like, oh dear, we know you're so gay. Like we can just jump right to the hug, you know? <laughs> okay, my gayest thing is uh, I took my boyfriend to our company event and uh, we went ice skating together. Oh, Which holding, gay. yeah, holding hands while you're ice skating, pretty gay. Even when straight people do it, it's pretty gay. <laughs> 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 um the straightest thing is also this took place in safeco field which uh they play baseball there mm -hmm. um so we saw like a dugout and stuff me like is that the one with the that's the one with the with a bat swinging yeah balls <laughs> yeah yeah okay. catchers pitchers um and i he's like my straight friend started like jumping against the wall as if to pretend to catch a fly like a ball going to um this is not my straightest thing is describing this like a ball about to get a home run over the wall. Mm -hmm. So then I did that. And in my mind, I was amazing and like leapt off the thing and like caught the ball and uh, to, to reenact catching a baseball that's to prevent a home run from being scored. It's pretty straight. Wait, that was the straight one. That was the straight one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I that was the gay one. My, de my description is not the straight thing. It was the action, which was I, 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 so catching sure. an imaginary ball, yeah. like prancing through the air to catch an imaginary ball was your you know when you say it like thing. that. 
<laughs> um, maybe I just wasn't straight at all. That's the straightest thing. I didn't say it was that straight. <laughs> I'm just saying straight can, chest. Can, well, can't you see the pose too? The like <laughs> the arm outstretched. So graceful. <laughs> I. It, it was beautiful. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the gayest thing about me this week, I was down in San Francisco for work, like I said, and uh, I went out on Monday and I, I made out with a couple of boys, which was fantastic. Apparently, I'm super hot in San Francisco. Good but you. Uh, the first one was this guy uh, with a really thick accent. He was from uh, Guatemala and he was in his 40s and we were talking. We had a great time and we made out. And then um, he like made this face and I said, what's wrong? And he goes... I like guys and he was like really upset about it and it made me realize I'm so gay that I forget that there are some people who are gay and don't want to be mm. or where it's not okay for mm. them to be gay like it, it just I, I would never anymore I would never have this like it's a bad thing that I like guys like thought it, it just it really does that make sense? Yeah. Is that making sense? Yeah. I mean, it like takes me back to the, like, just because someone goes to a gay bar or makes out with you or talks about guys doesn't mean that they've fully accepted it themselves that they're gay. So even if they do things that seem so obviously gay, like they still might not be there to where they're cool with it. Yeah. It's, I, I live in, in Rhode Island part of the time. That's where I am right now. And Providence is like a huge college town. So my grinder grid is often full of guys that are like in college. And, and oftentimes I gravitate towards that demographic, mm-hmm. depending on the mood. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I'm constantly reminded of what you're just describing that like, I mean, I'm 35 years old. Like I've had, I've been out of the closet for like 18 years a lot of these guys are still coming to terms with it. And you just forget that like that people are still going through that journey, you yeah, know, yeah, cause we're yeah. just, you have a fucking podcast called gayish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're pretty cool with it at this point. Yeah. 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 Uh, the straightest thing about me this week was looking at a giant dick at a go-go on a go-go boy. <clears throat> Let me explain. So uh, I, I, I went to this go-go bar on Friday uh, called the, the, the midnight sun, the go-go boys on the, on the bar. And there was this guy, it looked like he had a, pork loin stuffed down his briefs it was just ridiculously big and like it was clear that everybody around me was also just staring at this dude because it was massive so i watched this guy go up to him and give him money put money down his waistband and then like he leaned down off of the bar and they had a, a private conversation of some kind and then he gave his assent he like nodded his head like yeah sure that's okay this woman came over and just like grabbed his dick and was like full on massaging it and petting it and like having this moment with him. It was dude's girlfriend. He was straight. He was just like, Hey, can my girlfriend like hang out with your giant dick? And when they were done, he fist bumped the go-go boy. and gave him a thumbs up, like awesome job growing that huge wang man. (laughs) And, uh, so apparently enjoying giant dick go-go boys is a straight thing. Now that's my straightest thing of the week. Wow. That whole experience, I'm curious. <laughs> is he like into that or is he just like, I know that I'm going to turn my girlfriend on by doing this and I'll get to go that's home and I'm fuck thinking. her? Yeah, it's like, that's like the fluffing. Yeah. Like get her all riled up. Interesting, right? It was it was fascinating. I, maybe that's a San Francisco thing that everybody's just like cool with shit. I think, okay, in porn, even if it's like bi porn where there are two guys fucking girl, when they like high five or fist bump, 
that like i'm really into that for some reason just like yeah this bro. episode has really has really aroused me <laughs> <laughs> between the between the nipple play the in, the fist bumping, I, mean, I just can't. In, I need to go jerk off. <laughs> it aroused you in a way that our episodes about vaginas didn't really, didn't really hit that spot for you. No, no that's fair. All right, that's fair. Uh, so that's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. Thank you to Davey Wavy for not only being on again, but teaching us so much about our nipples. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for everyone who made it this far into the episode. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's all getting cut. So it wasn't too bad for them. <laughs> Just 15 minutes. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, that's it. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. And hear me as I will sing. And by the way, do you hear what your words bring? Oh.